love one another. This is my command to you. Love one another. St. John gets to feature in both the gospel there and the second reading as if we needed to know what's on John's mind more in the first reading. Beloved, let us love one another because love is of God. Whoever is without love does not know God for God is love. So love one another. The number of times that that phrase is repeated by Jesus in the New Testament, I think it's like 15 or 16 times it's on the lips of either Jesus or John. Love one another. So it's obviously pretty important. In fact, John says it's the most important thing. Jesus says it's the greatest thing. But what do you think of when you think of the word love? You hear this command, okay, love one another, but what does that look like? If we were to look at society today and say, what is the deepest, highest, greatest love? Well, today, I think society would look toward romantic love, married love especially. And yet, and yet, Jesus today in our gospel, we know Jesus was not married. He did not have a spouse. Some of the apostles did, but like St. John, some did not. And Jesus is clearly saying, love one another. What is Jesus's idea of what it means to love one another? It's not romantic love. Society builds that up so high as if to say, this is the goal of human life, to find a spouse and enter into a romantic relationship. Or today, not even a spouse, but just romantic love is the highest love. And you've got to be constantly looking for it and trying to find it. And if you don't have it, all of life is just not quite as good. Jesus talks in the gospel today about what the greatest love is. He says, no one has greater love than this, to lay down one's life for one's friends. Friends. There are four different words for love in, in Greek. So it's definitely not all the same thing. Romantic love, eros, is one of them, and it's not used in this gospel. In fact, it's hardly ever used at all in the New Testament of Scripture. When Jesus talks about the highest love, agape in Greek, the love in which one is willing to lay down one's life for another, a total gift. I'm invested in you. You're invested in me. I'm vulnerable to you. I reveal myself to you. You reveal myself to myself, and I reveal you to you. This greatest love Jesus uses the word friend, philos, from where we get the word Philadelphia, friendship love. Jesus says, I no longer call you slaves because a slave does not know what his master is doing. I have called you friends, not spouse, not 
girlfriends, boyfriends, intimate partners, friends. Why? Because I have told you everything that I heard from my father. Jesus has shared his very self. We think, oh, well, that's marriage. No, that's true friendship. In fact, as much as we look on marriage as like the, the highest form of love, marriage is, is a partnership to raise a family that has to be based on friendship. If you're not friends with your spouse, it's very hard to live out the vocation of marriage. Romantic love, we all know, can, can spring up very quickly amongst people who do not reveal themselves to each other, who are not committed, and it might feel great at the beginning. And we, we use different words in English, too, to say, well, that's, that's infatuation. That's a, a fling. That's, that's romanticism. There's something just in those words now that we recognize that's, that's fleeting. It might not last. The commitment of spouses in marriage is meant to last for the sake of the children, to raise a family, a partnership. But at the essence of marriage is what Jesus is talking about today in the gospel. Friendship. Friendship where you would lay down your life for another, where you would reveal yourself fully to another as Jesus says he did to his friends. That's, that's the highest love. And notice you don't have to be married to have that. You really need it to be married. And we all know marriages where I think maybe there's not friendship. Those marriages are either difficult or fall apart. But if you're not married, maybe you're your spouse has died. Maybe you've never found a spouse. Maybe, like the, the sisters and myself, you're called to a, a, a calling to say marriage and this life is beautiful, but that love of friendship with Jesus is so real, I could even forego an earthly sign of an intimate romantic relationship to say that friendship is the highest love. Priests need friends. <laughs> Celibate people need friends, non-married people need friends, even married people need friends. We can all have that. You know, as a high school chaplain, uh, sometimes the, the high school students are very bent on pairing off and finding some kind of girlfriend, boyfriend relationship. And it's all about, well, who's, who's dating who? Or They don't even use the term dating anymore. I'm dating myself by even saying that. When I was in school, it's like you're going together. Now, now I don't even know what you're doing. But everyone wants to pair off as if that's the goal. And sadly, what I see sometimes amongst the high school students is they'll find like this person that they want to pretend to date and be romantically involved with in high school. And it, it isolates them. It takes them away from all their other friends. In fact, sometimes even as adults, don't we, don't we look at and use the phrase, sadly, if if you are interested in a romantic relationship, or maybe there's some kind of relationship between a man and a woman, and it's, heaven forbid, not romantic, well, don't we sometimes use the phrase, oh, we're just friends. You know, oh, they're, they're not dating, they're, they're just friends. How sad for the understanding of what friendship really is. I really wish we would stop ever using that phrase again. Oh, just friends. As if to say married love is the, is the greatest and everything else is just not as good. My 
friendships in my life are the greatest treasures that I have. First and foremost, my, my friendship with Jesus. We're not married. Jesus is not my spouse. He's something much deeper than that. He's my, my friend. And my earthly friends, broken and messed up as human beings are and as human relationships are, they're the greatest treasure I've got. Because as we said last week, talking about connection, that all of us are designed not for isolation, but connection. Friends are what do that for us. Friends show us our goodness. Friends allow us to see that as Jesus says in the gospel, it's not just that you chose me, I chose you. A friend says to you, I, I choose you. I want to know you. I want you to know me. I want the two of us to be connected and go through life together the way God intended. That is a treasure. It's not a just or a second best. Jesus says, I call you friends. That's why we can look at the, the betrayal of, of Judas as probably the greatest pain that Jesus would have suffered in the course of his passion. The people who crucified him, the Jewish leaders, the Romans, fine. Political operatives, their own self-interest. But a friend, Judas, that hurts because that's the greatest love, Jesus says. Jesus revealed everything to Judas and Judas used it to betray him. We need our friends, and for that we need to be a friend. Who needs you, maybe right now, to be there for them, to be their friend? Especially when things are, are difficult. <laughs> friends are there, they don't run away when things get hard. When things get rough, a friend is someone who will, will run toward you when you're down and out and you, you can't see your own goodness anymore. That friend that's been with you your whole life maybe, who knows you, is committed to you. They say a, a friend is the, the, the person who can uh, knows the song of your life so well that they can sing it back to you when you've forgotten it. If you've got that kind of person in your life, you are blessed. If you can be that kind of person for someone, you are doubly blessed if you've got a friend like that. But friends, of course, don't just share the down times and remain committed when things are hard. Friends also share the joys. Some of my greatest joys in life are this connectivity, this self-revealing and understanding that I have with my friends. Someone who I just know can call and we can talk and man, we just get each other. Something great happens and I just got to call and say, hey, this is what happened today. Or maybe it's even just the, sometimes for me, the greatest things in friendship have just been the little things. Yeah, this happened today. I can share my day. I can reveal myself to someone and know that that person gets me. That's friendship love. And Jesus says it is the greatest love. Sometimes we struggle with the idea that Jesus tells us that there's no marriage in heaven. People who experience the greatness of true, authentic, married love 
that remain committed to each other till death do us part, that are faithful to those marriage vows. They wonder, how can there be no marriage in heaven? <laughs> well, because as I said, marriage, as marriage, is a, a partnership to come together and raise a family, to bring new offspring, new children into the world and raise them to adulthood, to get them to heaven ultimately. But when this life is done, that mission's over. Hopefully you've succeeded and you've got your spouse to heaven. You've accompanied them. But that desire for a, a lasting relationship, there's no marriage in heaven, but there's friendship. In fact, that's all there is. The love that is left in heaven is the greatest love, the love of friendship that we can have not just exclusively with one person, but with everyone. The great joy of heaven is that if there's no marriage, it, it's more like we're married to everybody. <laughs> we're married to Jesus. We have the intimate connection of friendship, love with everyone in heaven. And that's why I think it hurts so much in this life when there is not peace, when there is not friendship, because in heaven, there's only friendship, only intimate connection, no hatred, just connection. So today, as we hear these challenging words from, from Jesus and from John, love one another. I command you, love one another. Well, here in that, the call to be a friend. And don't ever, ever cast aside your friends as somehow being less than a spouse. I hope your spouse, if you're married, is your best friend. But you can have any number of friends, even if you are married. Today, I am grateful for friends and, and some that I've met at parishes along the way and are now my best friends. Who are your friends? Jesus says today, love them. Love is the word he uses. And when he wants to talk about the greatest love, Friendship, I have called you friends. And no one has greater love than this than to lay down one's life for one's friends. Blessed are you to have those kind of people in your life and to be that kind of person. Friendship is the greatest love.